Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Should Burry. What happen if you say what you want to say? Hello, friends. I missed you from the last time. I'm so glad that you've joined us today. Uh, today, I've got an amazing guest, Yvette Hampton, and I'm so thankful that she's with us because we're going to today talk about the homeschool craze, and it's called uh, Schoolhouse Rocked. Friends, I don't want you to switch it. I want you to listen in because this impacts everyone. Whether you have kids at home, your kids are grown, whether you never had kids, this is impacting our whole society. And so you need to listen in so you are in the know. This is indeed a women's hot topic. Thank you, Yvette, for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So they have put together a documentary that you definitely have to watch. Um, And we'll talk about that in just a little bit where you can find it and listen to it and understand more about where this culture is going and where our world is going. Uh, I've got a 50 second little clip for you. And I've asked John to play it for you just a minute to whet your appetite. You're not inadequate. You are perfectly capable I mean, what is it about a parent that when their child turns five, all of a sudden the parent's no longer a viable option? Like, oh, you're done. Now it's the school's turn. I think the quality of education has steadily deteriorated in America. There is an agenda to steal our children. You feel inadequate because you've been taught by our school system that you're inadequate. We had no frame of reference for homeschooling other than it just seemed like torture. Like, why would a sane woman choose to be locked up with her kids for 18 years in a row when a school bus would come and take them away and give you like a nine-hour break every day? Thank you, John, for sharing that with us. Um, They have put together this amazing documentary, um, Yvette Hampton, along with her husband, Garrett. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit about her. Yvette Hampton is a producer and the host of the documentary, Schoolhouse Rocked, the homeschool revolution, the Schoolhouse Rock podcast, and the homegrown generation family expo. And by the way, I went on and looked at that. You had some amazing rock star guests on that. I mean, it was amazing. Yep. As a mom who is concerned about the future of this generation and the future of our country, and this is, friends, why you need to be listening to this. Yvette has a deep desire to see a culture shift by encouraging people through the truth of God's word. And her greatest joy in life is being a wife and a mom. I'm so glad that you're on with us, Yvette. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So in the fall of 2016, Yvette and her family sold their home. Get this. This is why I like her. And most of their belongings and loaded up in an RV and began traveling the country to film Schoolhouse Rock to tell the stories that represent millions of families who have been impacted by the homeschool revolution. Now, friends, you can find out more about this by visiting Schoolhouse rocked.com and you all know suge and her husband blair are on the road traveling and interviewing people as we go along in this beautiful united states of america so it's amazing to see how much god is doing in our own country and in our own backyard so let me ask the very first question which is on everybody's mind uh if you're a mom you're thinking i'm inadequate i can't do this 
I, last thing I want to do is be home all day long with my kids and to teach them. Instead, sometimes it's a little more convenient to stick them on a bus and have them go to school. What is your response to that mom who feels inadequate? Yeah, I, I love that question. It's funny because people often ask me, you know, what's the one thing that you've learned while you were on the road, while you were filming this documentary? And, um, and that really is the one thing that I think for me was kind of that aha moment where I realized I, I always felt like I was very alone in that thought that I'm not good enough to teach my kids. I'm not educated enough. I'm not organized enough. I don't have all the things that I thought it needed to take in order to adequately educate my children at home. And, you know, as we have, we're in our 11th year of homeschooling. And as we've gone through our 11 years of home educating our kids, I have realized that I'm not alone in that. I feel completely inadequate. I feel every insecurity that most moms feel when it comes to teaching our kids. And the reason for that is because society has caused us to believe that if we're not the teacher expert, if we haven't gone to teacher college, if we don't have that degree and that certificate to say that we have been equipped to educate our kids at home, we're somehow not good enough. We're not able to do that. And I have learned that that is an absolute lie from the enemy. God has given us our children and we are the best teacher for them for many reasons, but mostly because we know them and love them best. We have their best interest in mind in every area of their life. You know, I've got two daughters, they're 11 and almost 16 years old. And no one knows them better than I do. And no one, I, I mean, you know, teachers care. There are a lot of excellent teachers in the public school and in private schools, but they can't possibly take the time to educate my kids and their individual strengths and weaknesses the way that I will. And so we've been led to believe that we are inadequate, but here's, here's the great thing about that. This is my favorite thing that I've learned is I am inadequate, but the Holy Spirit is not. Amen. And he comes alongside of me and every other homeschool mom who's willing to say yes to this the call of home educating. And he equips us with every single thing we need. You know, Matthew 6, 33 says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. If we will seek him first, he's going to fill in all the gaps. And what makes us think that the teachers are so perfectly equipped to teach our kids. And so in the end, we get to look at, you know, our obedience to the Lord and see that God has done through us, through our obedience, what we've asked him to do in teaching our kids. And he gets to get all the glory for it. We don't get to look back. You know, I'm never going to look back and say, look at this amazing job I did as a mom. And as a teacher, I'm only going to be able to look back and say, look at what the Lord did because I was willing to say yes. Amen. And this is going to be a two-part show, friends. So we're going to get into some really deep questions like how do you even get started? I mean, what's the curriculum you're using? Uh, You know, things like that. You know, what about, and I'm going to ask you this question right now. This is probably the top one that I hear from moms as to why not do homeschooling. So what about the kids missing out on the classroom experience, um, learning new social skills, et cetera? Do they get robbed of that by being at home and being homeschooled? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I I actually think it's the complete opposite. I think that children today are being robbed of their childhood by being in uh, public school institutions. And here's the thing is it it used to be homeschoolers kind of got this stereotype of being weird, unsocialized, 
you know, people. And it's really funny. Heidi St. John, who's one of, she's the lead voice in the movie. Um, she, she says, your kids are going to be as weird as you are. And that's really true. Uh-oh, whether you're That's kids a problem are, with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> whether you're public school, private school, homeschooled, you know, kids are kids. There's weird kids everywhere. There's unsocialized kids everywhere. But do we really want our children being socialized with children their own age who are not mature enough to even guide themselves through life, much less try to guide your children through life? They're not being unsocialized by not being homeschooled. It used to be years ago that homeschooled kids really were socially awkward. They were unsocialized. And the reason for that was because it was illegal to homeschool in many parts of the country. And so during those years, and we're talking the eighties and nineties during those years, parents had to keep their kids truly locked up in the house, you know, curtains drawn doors closed. They couldn't go out during the day. They couldn't go to the park or the grocery store anywhere else during school hours because they would get questioned. And even in the States where it was legal, people would still look at them kind of funny and they would ask questions. Why aren't you in school? And if you had a nosy neighbor, they might ask, you know, why are you not in school? And they might call CPS on your kids and it could just cause a lot of problems today. It's completely different. Things have completely changed. And so Now we have so many opportunities for our kids to be socialized, but to be socialized with like-minded families. And so as mom, you know, we, we are involved in two different co-ops. We live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And so we're involved in two different co-ops for my girls. And so I really explain what a co-op is to our listeners. Sure. Okay. So a co-op is it's a cooperative. It's basically where other homeschool families come together and they learn together. And typically classes are taught by other homeschool moms. And so, you know, you have a mom who's really strong in history and loves history. And then another mom who maybe doesn't like history so much, but she's really strong in science. Mm -hmm. And another mom who's really strong in uh, literature or language arts or something like that. And so these moms basically come together and they form a group. They bring all their kids together on, on one day, you know, tomorrow, for instance, my youngest daughter, who's 11, she has co-op tomorrow. So we will go to her co-op. We basically, we meet at a church. And so most co-ops meet at a church or some kind of, you know, local venue. And she's going to take music appreciation from one mom. She's going to take history from another mom. She's going to take science from another mom. And then we do the bulk of the schoolwork at home, but those moms get to help guide. And then my daughter is in a group of other kids who are around her age and they're all learning together. And it's really fun. So co-op is really just coming together with other families and doing life together, doing school. And we get to kind of pick and choose what classes she's going to do. Um, And it's not, it's certainly not anything that is required for homeschooling. It's just a fun opportunity for us to be able to interact with other families and other kids and they get to learn together. Um, But because of that, I get to kind of guide who she's spending her days with. Mm-hmm. You know, we have some friends named the Arnolds. Hello, Arnolds. And they uh, uh, raised their kids for several years in an RV and they would start to study uh, a topic and they said, hey, let's go visit it. Right. You know, let's go visit the White House. Let's go visit uh, Mount Rushmore. Let's go talk about it in person when we're there. And I was so impressed with that. On one hand, I'm like, you guys are saints. I don't know if I could do that. But then on the <laughs> other hand, I thought, what a better way to, to teach your kids, oh, get yeah. them out, socialize them. And the kids just, they actually did. I asked them. They loved it. They really enjoyed it. Um, you know, one of the statistics I learned as um, I was researching this topic is that in 2019, 2.5 million 
were being homeschooled. Guess what, friends? Today, it's 3.7 million. So now it, it is a craze. It's a homeschool craze. Why do you think it's so popular? Oh, man, I think so many reasons. I think that parents are, are starting to really see what's happening in the public school system. And they're starting to realize that our, our country is where it is today, I believe, because of education. It's, it, here, here's the thing. Education is not neutral. Everything is about indoctrination and your children are being indoctrinated one way or another by someone. And so they're either being indoctrinated by the public school system that's teaching them everything contrary to the word of God, or they're being indoctrinated by their parents who, if you're a Christian family like ours, we have the opportunity to teach our girls everything from a biblical worldview. And that's really important to us. We want to know what they're learning. We want to know who's teaching it to them. Um, you know, uh, one of the verses that that we cling tightly to is Luke 640. It says a disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone when he is fully trained will be like his teacher. And so we have to look at who's teaching our kids. And when we look at the past, you know, generations and generations of the, the raising of children in our nation, it, it is by no mistake that we are where we are today as a nation, that our nation is literally crumbling underneath our feet. And it, it starts in kindergarten. It starts in pre-K. It starts with teach, teaching our kids the things that the public school wants them to learn and not the things that their parents really want them to learn. And too many uh, parents, especially Christian parents, are continuing to stick their head in the sand and pretend like it's not actually happening. And they want to say, well, my kid's school is really good and their teacher is a Christian and we live in a really small Christian community. And for some reason, everyone seems to think that, and there are a lot of really great teachers and really great administrators out there, but their hands are tied. They have to teach what is required of them according to the system. And so it's, it's causing a lot of harm and a lot of damage to our kids. And I think parents are starting to open up their eyes now and realize the damage that's being caused. And COVID has actually you know, there are not a lot of good things that have come from COVID, but one of the great things that we see is that for the first time, parents are opening their eyes. And, you know, when, when kids first had to come home and start doing virtual school, of course, we all saw it on the news where parents would be in the same room as their kids doing their virtual learning and teachers were starting to send out these, you know, uh, uh, agreements to parents because they wanted parents to agree to not be in the same room as their kids because the teachers didn't want the parents to know what was actually being taught. And I mean, that that's insane. Mm-hmm. Our, our children do not belong to the state. They do not belong to the government. Our children belong to us as parents. God has given us a great responsibility Amen. to train the hearts and minds of our kids. And we truly, as, as parents and as Christians, especially, it is time for us to take back the education and the hearts and the minds of our children. And we cannot do that when our kids are away from us an average of 40 hours a week, five days a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, there was a ton of scripture verses that were going through my head as you were speaking. And I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, if we don't teach our children to follow Christ, uh, the world will teach them uh, what yes. they should know. And so he, really need to stand up and, and take a stance on this. And I loved what you said. These children are the lords. They're not the states. I mean, amen to that. And the other thing that really spoke to me when you, you know, God didn't call the equipped. 
He is the one who equips us. Amen. And so if you're feeling inadequate, there are so many resources out there we're going to get to, but there's so many resources and opportunities for you to feel equipped. You're not in this alone. And we'll talk a little bit later about how to get started. In Proverbs 22, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Just last night, I did a a teaching training with our team and, um, It's very common that 80 to 90% of the people who say yes to Jesus Christ slide away. Why? Because they didn't fully understand it. They didn't live it. They didn't watch it. They didn't understand it. And less than 2% actually share the gospel with other people. And and that's where my heart beats is to train up our children, to teach them the way to go, uh, what is right. I mean, in foundational learning um, at home couldn't be more crucial. And if you're even thinking about it, like your, your head's going, oh, I've thought about it, but I don't think I can do it. And that could be the Holy Spirit trying to prompt you. Yeah. And oh, yeah, listen to the show, look into it. So I want to shift gears just for a minute, if I can. Um, and would you tell us a little bit about the documentary and why did you guys put this together? Sure. Absolutely. We started production on this documentary a little over five years ago. We never intended for it to take five years for it to actually get into people's hands. But the way it started was my husband worked in the Hollywood film industry for many years. We're from Los Angeles. And so he worked in Hollywood. He loved what he did. He's very gifted in filmmaking and uh, just the creative arts. He worked in the music industry before that. And uh, you know, we we said we would never homeschool. We were actually on the other side of the fence where we were very adamant about the uh, fact that we would never homeschool our girls. And we had been married for about 11 years, almost 11 years before our first daughter was born. And we always said through that whole time, we will never, ever homeschool our kids. We would talk all the time about their education and upbringing and how we would raise our kids. And it would always end, the conversation always ended with, but we would never homeschool. <laughs> and the reason for that was because we we had so many misconceptions. We really did not understand the importance of discipleship because that's really what it comes down to. Education is all about discipleship, right? And we just didn't get that. We really had separated academics from the idea of of teaching our kids about the Lord. We, we just put them in two different camps and we never combined those two things together. So when our daughter was four and she was getting ready to go into pre-K and, and, you know, we had this idea, of course, because it's what society tells us that our kids have to go to pre-K, you know, it used to be kindergarten and now that's not enough. Now you've got to put them in pre-K. You've got to put them in when they're four. And so we, we believed this, we bought into this and we thought, okay, well, she's four, it's time for her to go to pre-K well, we're not going to homeschool, but public school wasn't a good option because we're from Los Angeles County and we weren't comfortable with the schools there. And so we thought we would put her in a private school. That was always really what our plan was, is to put our girls in a private school. Well, in God's beautiful and perfect timing, I was I ended up pregnant with my youngest daughter and I couldn't work. I was going to have to work in order for her to go to this private school because it was very expensive. And I wasn't able to do that because I was getting ready to have a baby. And so we were like, well, you know what? We'll just kind of dabble in this homeschooling thing sort of for pre-K because how hard can that be, right? I mean, it's letters, numbers, shapes, you know, colors. That's got to be easy. And I was already teaching her those things anyway. And so a friend of ours invited us to go to a homeschool convention that summer before pre-K. So we started going to this convention. We started out going to this convention, not knowing what we were getting ourselves into. And in one weekend alone, the Lord completely changed our hearts. It was literally like the scales fell from our eyes 
And we got to see for the first time the benefits and blessings of homeschooling our girls. And we came away from that. We said, this is what we're going to do for their whole childhood. We were so convinced and so convicted of this idea of, of homeschooling and keeping them out of the public school system. And so that started our homeschool journey. Well, six years into our journey, my husband, he, he had stepped out of the Hollywood film industry and he had moved on to teaching film. And he just, um, it was time for us to leave California, didn't know where we were going to go, where we would land. And as we were preparing to leave and preparing to sell our house and everything that was in it, the Lord put it on my husband's heart to film this documentary, because just like we had had all these misconceptions about what homeschooling was, we had become kind of homeschool evangelists. We really, really enjoyed sharing with people what homeschooling was. And so we took his love for film and our passion for homeschooling as a family, coupled them together. And that is how Schoolhouse Rocked was born. You know, you guys don't mess around because you got some big names uh, that are in your documentary. Can you name just a few for us? Sure. And that is, I can just tell you all by the grace of God, that is just his <laughs> hand of blessing on this movie. Um, Heidi St. John is the main voice and she is a um, just powerhouse. I mean, she is such a wise woman and a very, very good communicator. And so, and she's a homeschool mom to seven kids. Well, actually, I think she's got two left um, at home that she's homeschooling. So she's graduated her oldest five, um, but she's the main voice in the movie. And then we've got Ken Ham for, of course, Answers in Genesis, Brian Osborne, also from AIG. He's a fantastic communicator. He was a public school teacher for 13 years and is now a homeschool dad. And so he has a great perspective on both ends. Um, Carol Swain, Sam Sorbo, uh, Colleen Kessler, just some amazing Andrew Pudua, a lot of leaders in the homeschool world and people just leaders in the Christian world, like Ken Ham and Heidi St. John. But we also have several people who are your typical homeschool mom, like myself, you know, they're not speakers. They're not podcasters. They, you know, they are the ones who just day in and day out are in the thick of it and they're doing this homeschool thing. And so we really wanted to get a broad perspective of, of people, not just here's what the experts say, but here's what your typical average homeschool mom says about homeschooling as well. And so, yes, just an incredible cast. You know, you're just so blessed. What kind of response have you had now that it's released? Oh, it's been so exciting. I never knew that when you, this is our first documentary that we've made. um, And this is the first one I've produced. And I didn't know that when you send it out for test screening, that you send it out with hands shaking and sweat on your brow. And it's super (laughs) scary because you don't know how people are going to respond And so we did. And I mean, you just hold your breath and you're like, okay, what are people going to think? What are they going to say? And just this morning, my husband and I were talking saying it's so bizarre because we actually have not had a single, not that we haven't had people who say, well, this needs, you know, I would change this, or I didn't really like this, but we have not had any real negative feedback where people have said, I hated this documentary and I didn't want to watch it. We've had more people who have said, we started to watch it and we didn't know if we would make it all the way through because that's sometimes the nature of documentaries. You kind of start them and if they don't hold your attention, they, you can kind of, you know, just stop it along the way. And more people have said we started it and we couldn't stop watching it. And the encouragement that it brought to them was just absolutely incredible. So the response has been amazing. Oh, great. Uh, Where can our friends find it? 
They can find it at our website. It's called Schoolhouse Rocked, R-O-C-K-E-D, schoolhouserocked.com. All of the information to purchase the streaming download. Um, You can even do group showings. All the information that you need is on our website, schoolhouserocked.com. And you also have a podcast on your website. And uh, one of my favorite actors, Kirk Cameron, was on there with you, as well as you guys uh, talked about the convention a little bit earlier, which I think was just amazing that you guys did that. I can't believe our time is already up, Yvette. Um, You guys, we are talking about the homeschool craze. And I got so many questions. I got questions about the dads. And I got questions about what if you don't think you're able to teach? Or what if you're a single mom? Um, you know, and is it only moms that are doing the homeschooling? Uh, how come you don't hear much about dads? So we're going to talk about that in the second show. But friends, what I really want you to know is God's hand is all over this. And even if you're a grandmother, even a mother, even if you don't have any kids and, and you're an aunt, it's most important that you understand what's happening in our world and yes. in our schools. And so friends, my name is Sugbury, him for her radio women's hot topics. You know that I love you over and out. Hey, ladies, this is Sugbury, and I'm the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so glad that you have found our show amongst the millions of podcasts that are out there. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please do me a favor? Like it, rate it, thumbs up. We're on YouTube as well, so don't forget to find us there. You can watch our guests also. Please subscribe so you don't miss a show. We also have started Him for Her Crazy Testimonies. And each of our guests that we have on the show shares their personal testimony, how they received Christ in their life. This is Sugbury. You know I love you. Over and out.